Did you have a family vacation that you went on when you were a kid and you all crammed in the back seat and you took a road trip for like 10 hours and you had to find some fun activity to do in the back? I did that on a trip to Florida with my family and my two brothers. I have three, but only two made it. We piled into the back of my parents' car and I sat there. I was in high school and I'm looking at my brother next to me who was in about second grade, all of a sudden he takes out this notebook and starts drawing the United States freehand. Every single state outlined them perfectly, lined up the borders, and I'm looking at him and I'm like, what the heck are you doing? How can you do that? And he looked at me like I was the crazy one and said, well, the map hangs in my classroom. I have to look at it all day long. I know exactly where these go. And I I laughed and I thought, well, that's true. I guess if we look at something long enough and it is ingrained in us enough, we will figure it out and commit it to memory. So if a classroom that our children are in can have such a big influence on them, imagine what we can do with our home if we are intentional about it. It's really exciting when you think about it, how much our environment in our home can influence our children for the positive and influence ourselves. Let's talk about that today. It's not going to be intimidating. You don't have to put many things into practice in your home or change too much. It's going to be things that you can enact and implement really quickly. You may already do and you may want to tweak a few things, but I think you're going to love this episode. And just thinking more about how our environment in our home can really impact our family and help us grow stronger. Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted. Turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project. Maybe don't look at the sink and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome friend with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, who always calls me her best little guy, Jennifer Zambio. We're getting to a transition point in the year with school starting, and I think it's always a good time to kind of assess, I, you know, what's going on in our family. I always look at this time period as almost like a another point for New Year's resolutions, and for us, that means, you know, getting our schedules in order, trying to organize something else a little more, making sure that kids put their backpacks up, dirty clothes where they go, things like that. But the point of all that is because we all know that 
something about having order in our environment makes our family run smoother, more smoothly. You know, I I think when we look at it, one thing is to always look at our end goal. And our end goal is to keep instilling our family values so that our family grows stronger and stronger day after day. And we can really gain control of that in our home and the way we set it up. Think of reaching a health goal, for example. Nobody would set out to lose weight, tone up, whatever their goal is, without creating an environment that's good for it. So they'd make sure they go to bed late or (laughs) go to bed early if they want to wake up early. They'd make sure that they have a good menu, make good choices at the grocery store so they can have the right food at home, so they have the right nutrition, right? We all know that. That's that's common sense. It only makes just as much sense to set up our home for equal success and success in an area of our life that's so important and probably the most important thing we can be doing and setting a goal for, which is our strong family. I know that you can think of some part of your day today or yesterday that went really smoothly and why it did. And probably (laughs) you can just as easily think of a point in your day that did not go very smoothly and you know why it did not. The point of this podcast episode is to give you 10 areas of your life to look at that won't require much time and you can just know that if you line up these really well, you're going to set yourself up for success to make your home environment teach your family values really, really well without you even trying. Just think of it like a passive way that's working for you without much effort, which is what all of our busy families need a way to make it easier so we can try less and just let our world work for us and not against us. So grab a pen or just listen and you can head over to the show notes afterward and write them all down. But there's 10 points. These are in no particular order. I'm just talking about what I think really works for our family and can work for yours in your everyday real life. Number one, keep your kitchen table a welcoming place to gather. In episode three, Family Dinner, the episode that will change how you look at it forever, we talked about the second point to making sure family dinner happens is to set up the environment so you can be successful. And guys, I cannot speak enough about this. Just living with my children ages five to 13 with six different schedules, the one place in our home that is begging us to come together and to gather right there is our kitchen table. We have to be intentional about it. And so if we want to make an environment that really speaks to our family values, keep your kitchen table clean. (laughs) Keep it a welcoming place to gather. If people want to sit down at it, guess what? They will. If it's always clean and looks like a place that is pretty, I'm not talking about place settings, but I am talking about, you know, no mail on it, no homework no craft project shoved to the side. Maybe a tablecloth, maybe a little vase with some flowers, maybe a napkin holder with some napkins that actually get refilled. 
I know that one from experience. And your Together game sitting in it so people can grab it. If it is an inviting place, then it's going to be inviting for conversation as well. And that will naturally promote all the good, positive values you want to have in your family. And if you need more about that, tune into episode three because it's a really awesome episode. Number two, what about your artwork? What about your photographs in your home? Do they inspire good values? Do you have signs that speak really good phrases that your family sees over and over? In my home, we have a sign. It says, have courage and be kind. I bought this sign because I thought it was so cute. And of course, it's the quote from one of the Cinderella movies. And I strategically placed it at the bottom of our steps so that my kids can read it day after day after day. And us adults too, when we come downstairs to start our day and when we go up to end our evening. I just think that, you know, do my kids and do I think of it consciously every time I read it? Probably not, but we know that by heart and it's going to pop into our head when we need it. We also have a sign that is positioned right when we leave the house by our garage door and it says, do what is right not what is easy. It is one of my favorite conversation starters in my family to bring that up with my kids and to always talk about that and know what parts of our days were hard to do. And we didn't really want to, but it was the right thing to do. It, it always just is a good reminder. So what pieces of artwork are around your house that inspire the values you want in your family? Maybe quotes aren't your thing, but maybe you could put something on the refrigerator that is a verse that you really love or a quote that really inspires your family. I think we need to know what those are and promote them in our home on a regular basis. Place these things in your kid's room. Place them on your desk wherever it might be I just think we need to be reminded of them daily and also photographs you know if if it's really important to you to have family time and to make all these memories then a very subtle way but a very solid way of letting your kids know that's important to you is to put these photographs all over so they know what's really special in their lives and they value it as well. Whatever we want to encourage and foster in our children, we should encourage and foster right in our home. Number three, keep margin in your schedule. Well, that might sound like a weird thing for the environment, but here's why I think it's important because the environment includes everything that's happening around you. And if your schedule is running so tight, then if your children ask to, you know, hey, will you come rebound for me for 10 minutes, you can step away and do it because you're not so scheduled or so stuck to a deadline. You can step away and do that. And if we miss these little opportunities, I think they don't always come back. It's hard when you say no to a child. They kind of lose interest. And then if you say yes to them, 30 minutes, they think, eh. I don't really care anymore. Don't worry about it. And that's not just for our kids. It's for our spouses too. I am certainly not talking about never telling your children no or making them think that we can't have 
this time to ourselves where we have to get things done. Most certainly we do have to have that and our children definitely have to know that those things have to be done. I'm just talking about that that habit of never having the margin and always having to say, hold on, not now. You guys know those days. I've definitely had many of them. And I know that we can all be a little more intentional about how we go about those different things and schedule things so tightly. One small thing that I do that I think really helps, and I've talked about it on one of these episodes before, episode six with Christy Hayes, and we talked about stop, drop, and fold. And what the heck does that mean? Well, (laughs) it means stop what you're doing, drop it physically so that you don't use it with your hands like fold laundry or type on your keyboard or hold your phone or whatever you're doing and fold your hands to keep you from touching it. So stop, drop and fold, make eye contact with your child or your spouse or whomever and you will see that you will actually give them your time and that would just be a side effect of being able to have the margin and knowing that you can stop, drop and fold. I think also keeping margin in our day allows for, you know, when a friend stops over to drop something off, they can hang out for 30 extra minutes and chat with you and and really work on what matters, which is those relationships. So keep margin in your schedule so that the important family values can actually happen. Number four. Do you have a central gathering place in your home or does everyone scatter? And some things that I think really make that happen is we did not intend this, but we only have one TV in our home. We do have one in the basement that um, the kids we is on for video games, but my kids don't really play those much. Three girls <laughs> aren't exactly so interested in video games all the time. With only having one TV, we all only have one place together typically, and we have more movie nights together. And if someone's sitting there to watch TV, the other ones are in the kitchen or whatever, which is right next to it. But I'm not saying go get rid of TVs, but if you only have one, then use it to your advantage. Or if you have more than one, make one in the basement the movie night tv and the other one you know where everyone gets together and you can only watch the shows there I don't know how it would work for your family another thing this sounds silly but I think this really makes people gather have a candy dish on your counter or bake fresh cookies or in the morning make something that's out of the ordinary breakfast like even if it's just a can of cinnamon rolls throw it in so they're not just grabbing cereal or whatever but make everyone have a reason to gather together yes that takes a little intention but it's so worth it and it's really not that hard Another thing is if you like to sit on your front porch or your back porch or whatever it might be, make it a welcoming place and easy. So if that means just putting a little chair out there or a table where you can set your glasses or whatever, do that. Set it up so that it keeps people coming there. So number four is have a central gathering place for your family where everyone wants to be instead of going off to their own separate corners of the home. Number five, let's talk about screens. We all know that impacts our environment so, so much. All I'm gonna say about this, because we could have an entire episode on this, is just check your screen rules. Do you have them? Have they become too lax? (laughs) I know over the last six months, everybody's screen rules have become lax. That's okay, don't beat yourself up over that. But have some, maybe it means no screens in the room. Maybe one of your children has a TV in the room, 
Take it out. You're the parent. You can do that. You think, oh, I can't go back on that. Yeah, you can. Do it. Don't let them have their phone in their room. They shouldn't be up there just going down the rabbit hole of YouTube videos. And if they are, set the rules. Do you have a charging station? Make that in a central location on a counter, in your entryway, whatever it is. Do something that makes the screens actually have some limits so that that frees up your face-to-face communication time. And then of course, if you do that, that will go back to number four, where everyone wants to gather together and be with one another instead of in a virtual world. And I, I don't think everybody just wants to chill out in front of the TV and stare at their handheld device all the time. I just think it it becomes such a habit and people grab it out of boredom. So yes, sometimes that's going to take initiating that, hey, let's go sit on the front porch or hey, bake these cookies with me or whatever it might be. Sit down and play this game. Sit down, have your snack. I'll chat with you instead of just reaching for that screen. We surveyed our Together for Family dinner customers, and here's what one customer said about what Together does for them. Together helps us as parents get more out of our kids, and honestly, helps our kids learn more about their parents. Serious things, funny things, sentimental things, it opens doors to conversations and information otherwise unspoken. It is a product that aligns with my personal philosophy about building strong family relationships. This is such a fantastic review and everything we hoped for when we created these products. Thank you for telling us this. It matters so much. And please send me a message and tell me what this does for your family. And please, if you love it so much, share it with your friends and let them know what this can do for their family also. And I'm going to leave you all with your very own sticker question to ask at dinner tonight or tomorrow so you can feel exactly why together conversation starters start way more. Write this on a card, draw a sticker outline around it, and leave it in the middle of the table. This is what it says. It's from our Together for Family Dinner family discussion category. What are four values our family stands for that others recognize in us? How can we do a better job living these values? Take time to speak the words that matter. Order your own copy today at togethermoments.com. Number six, what's going to help us increase our family values in our home is being consistent in what we teach and what we do for ourselves. So one example would be um, if I yell at my kids for cleaning their room and then I turn around and say, I know my room is a disaster, but my room is a disaster (laughs) because I'm always spending my time cleaning your mess, whatever it might be, right? But really, I should clean my room and be an example for my children. That's just a funny little thing that I think we can all relate to. If we can really show these things and model them, then it's not going to be a question whether it's a value or not. So if we think discipline is really important, like we want to tell our kids, be disciplined in practicing for your If this is your goal, go for it. I'll support you. I'll help you. But then we're kind of lax in the cleaning schedule that we have in place for our kids. And we don't really keep that a strong discipline in our home. Then I think it's sending mixed values. I think we're all guilty and we go through seasons of that. But it's something to think about and reevaluate and check ourselves on and maybe get back to. Number seven, what are our daily 
habits? Are those instilling the values over and over? And one obvious thing here is if our faith is really important to our family and we are trying to instill that and we want them to know that the foundation of our family is a relationship with God, then are you making it a priority to pray before every meal, to pray at bedtime, to pray in the car together, to go to church weekly, religiously, no pun intended. (laughs) But what are your habits? What about working out, having a healthy lifestyle? If that is important to you and you want to model that to your children, then make it part of your environment. And if you keep talking about making healthy choices, but you're filling the house full of sweets, then that's a little hard. And so we need to make sure our environment lines up with our family values in any kind of habit. And I'm sure you can think of all different habits throughout the day, you know, waking up up early, going to bed late, whatever that is. And again, we all go through different seasons of these things. Don't beat yourself up over it. Just like anything, see what you want to get back on track with and go for that. Number eight, do you have enough playtime? Playtime is so important. If you guys are hustling around all the time to activities and work and meetings and appointments, whatever it might be, are you putting enough time into your day to have fun together, be silly, play? Preferably every day would be awesome, but if you can't do that, then just make sure you make up for it on a Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon or whatever it is, but schedule it in and make sure people know it will happen. Because if it is so important for your family to be close and to keep growing together, then you have to have fun together and you have to laugh together because those go hand in hand and that will grow your values as strong as they can be because that will naturally bond you. Number nine, can everyone be themselves in your home environment? Does it feel like they can lounge wherever they want, kick up their feet, be themselves, open up. Can they have friends over and feel super comfortable? Is a reason they cannot because the house is always too messy? If that's the case, then just come up with some plans that work for you. Put everyone into more job duties in the house, more chores. Post up signs to remind everybody what to do. Hey, I will be the first to tell you that a messy house really keeps us from having people over a lot. This past week, I cleaned my house for Anna's birthday party. The house was clean, so it was easy for us to invite some neighbors over the night before the party because we already knew the house was clean. So we felt comfortable saying, hey, come on over, let the kids play, hang out for a bit. But if if it wasn't clean, I just know the stress that that brings when somebody says, hey, can we have them over? And I panic because nothing's in order. Just relieves so much stress to have that in place. And of course, you know, my house is going to be messy and there's going to be times no one can come over. But when we put those things in place, it really just works out for the better for everyone. But is it a place where everyone can be themselves? Do you have a place set up where the kids know they can play or do you get too uptight about them dragging their things out. You know, I think we can all have good compromise in our home so our children feel like they can play and be themselves and not have to always go to their room or always go to the place away. Again, this goes back to the gathering place. If you want them all to be together, then don't set it up so they feel like they have to be apart. 
And the last one about making our home environment teach our family values is do you have open and strong communication? Do you have this foundation? I will say this over and over and over again. Besides faith, the strongest foundation we can give our family and every single value we want to grow is strong communication. If that is breaking down, then our family itself will face a threat of breaking down. It doesn't matter what else we're doing. If we're not talking, if we're not getting past the surface, eventually none of those other things will even matter. They just won't because they won't hold us up when things get rocky. Take time right now to think of what your communication is really like. Day to day, are you guys getting past the surface? Can you get past the one word answers? Are you getting tired of the same old conversation? If so, there are things that can help. And of course, to gather games for family dinner, for date night, for lunch bags, whatever it is, can jumpstart all those conversations and put those skills into place for you. Is your family already solid in really good communication? That is awesome. Keep it going. These stickers will prompt you when you need something else. They will make it fun. They will continue to teach these habits in your family so that when you get in the car on a carpool, all those questions just happen naturally. And your children will have the best communication skills with adults and with their friends. And no one needs to tell you that that will set them up for success. Take time to really make sure that communication is strong today. And it doesn't take much time. These prompts, for example, can just be spoken so quickly. The conversation can be in 10 minutes or less. And you can share things like tell one of the children at the table how they are a good leader to other children their age. I mean, that might not be a natural conversation that comes up at your table where you're like, hey, can someone please tell your baby brother how he's a really good leader? And people might say, that's weird, mom. I I don't know. I whatever. But if they peel that sticker, they don't even think twice and they want to do it. And I'm telling you, children of all ages ask for this night after night, day after day. Can we play the together game? Can we play the sticker game? Can we play that dinner game? That's what I always hear over and over. So make sure whatever you all are doing at your home to keep it strong, that you are just looking at that environment and doing a little audit every week, every month, just laying in bed at night thinking, oh, what could I tweak here to help out? And I hope that this episode gives you some really good ideas ideas to use in your real life where you don't really have to change much at all. You just have to be a little more intentional. And maybe by the end of the month, you've implemented all 10 of these things and kind of perfected them so you feel really good about going into another school year and being set up for success to just keep making your family values grow stronger and stronger. I'm really, rooting for you guys. I really am. Our, our world needs you so badly. And if this episode spoke to you, if you have a friend that you think would love to hear it, please tag us, screenshot it, send it to somebody. Your encouragement to me keeps me going so that I can keep doing episodes like this and knowing that it helps your family. And also, if you have another idea of something that you think would have fit great in these top 10, 
please send it to me. I'd love to share it with everyone. But keep going strong. Keep going forward. Our communities and our world needs more families just like yours. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.